The MLB Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Edge Boost. Edge Boost enables you to double your bet with no interest. Go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash edge to get started today. We're also brought to you by Bird Dog Shorts, the world's greatest shorts, who hooking you up with a free Yeti-style tumbler when you order over at birddogs.com slash pool. That's birddogs.com slash pool. Welcome, everybody, to the MLB Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Uh, my name is Malcolm Bamford, coming to you from Newcastle-upon-Tyne in the northeast of England. Today is Wednesday, June the 14th. I am on a streak of knowing what the day is. Uh, absolutely uh, a personal best. And we've got a 10-game card, I think, for Thursday, June the 15th. Uh, Three-man go tonight. Uh, and first up from Greensboro in North Carolina. I learned that. Uh, <laughs> I am forever developing. Uh, it's Lante. Lante, how are you doing? Yeah, man, doing good. Uh, sorry, we jinxed uh, D Rock's mitts uh, on our what two on our Monday show. Was it Tuesday? I, I can't remember. I don't know the days either. But uh, yeah, man, I'm doing pretty good. Looking forward to breaking out a car with you guys. My first show with both of you guys. So looking forward to it, man. Ah, nice one. Um, yeah, I think. Um, we need to learn something new about you every day, Lotney. So, uh, do you have a team? Who do you support? Or yeah, who do you root uh, for? Is the yeah? Term, unfortunately, I'm a Yankees fan, man. I'm a Yankees oh, fan. Oh shit! Yeah, that's how I got introduced to the game of baseball. My grandfather's uh, was a big Yankees fan. Uh, as a kid, I used to sit around and watch uh, a bunch of Yankees games with him. Uh, so I got accustomed to rooting for the Yankees. Uh, thankfully for me. They were good when I was young, but as I grew into my adulthood and started gambling, they got worse. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, a Yankee, I'm a Yankees fan, man. But um, I, I try to root for different different players also. So, um, yeah, big Yankees fan. Uh, I like some of these younger guys. Uh, like I know we're going to talk about – I think we're going to talk about him today, like Mackenzie Gore. I got to watch him yeah. in high school. He was from around um, – he's from around the same area that my mother's from. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I got to watch a couple of these guys in college and in high school. So, yeah, I root for those guys. But ultimately, I'm, I'm a Yankees fan at heart. Um, we regularly get accused of being a Yankees pot here, and uh, we've added another one uh, to the team. Okay, that's two things I now know about you, Lunty. Um, to balance out the Yankees bias, um, and you can tell us a little bit, wild game last night, Mets at the Yankees. They had the game won. Um, they had the game won a couple of times and still managed to not win it. Uh, Dylan Rockford, how you doing? And how did you uh, endure that game last night? Oh, it was okay. Uh, I knew they were even when they were up four one. I knew they were gonna lose. My mom comes <laughs> running down. She goes, "Hey, uh, the Mets are actually winning." And I go, "Don't worry, give it time. The Mets will met." And what do you know? Bow and hold. They try to cheat and they still lose. They're a mess. Uh, and bu- this is all Buck's fault, by the way. He's proud of them. He came out the other day and said, I'm proud of these guys, how hard they're working, how hard they're working. You should be ashamed you just said that, to be honest. So I, I, I'm, I'm all right. The team isn't good, but I'm close to becoming a Yankee fan. I'll say that. <laughs> and he said he didn't want to make any changes uh, also at the deadline. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I saw that also. How do you not, not play a good the Yankees um, at all... this point? All right. We've also just discussed, Dylan, that you've uh, single-handedly bullied Daniel Vogel back onto the IL with a some sort of stress-related illness. Are you proud of yourself? 
I mean, I someone had to say it to be honest. I mean, I hope the man finds peace and he's all right, but like it he's atrocious. He can't hit anything. That's why he always looks to walk. So I don't know. It's a it, we're all a lost cause right now. We're relying on two 40 year olds on fifty million dollars a year to get it done. <laughs> That's uh, a recipe for don't, disaster. Don't be ages, Dylan. Um I hope the man finds peace. Might be the funniest thing you've said on this show. That really tickled me. I enjoyed that a lot. Um, <laughs> the comments is buzzing as always. Randy wins today. Uh, Randy was first in. Good evening. Captain Cino was just beaten uh, at the finish line by Randy. Who else is there? TV DBJ. Riley's there. Good evening. I'm Kaysen as always as well. Um, four four and two ties is the score in the D-Gents League between me and Captain Insano. Um, very, very closely run thing uh, it is. So part of the way through the week, uh, we are sitting tied. Updates to follow. Uh, we've had some day sport today. There's been three games. One of them was a carryover. Um, the Braves came from behind to beat the Tigers. Um, Spencer Strider got rocked a little bit again. Uh, did get some run support. Came back to claim the win. But on the picks, um, I feel... I've, I've, made fools of us last night, Dylan, because uh, it was me, yourself and Scott. Uh, we had a little tout of ourselves. Myself and Scott touted our Friday night winners. Me and you touted our Sunday night winners. And the minute you do that, everything went to shit last night. Um, I think I went like two and eight or something horrible. Um, but we've started today okay. Uh, Minnesota, the better team over. The Brewers, Bailey over, got the win there, which we liked. And then the... What looked like a really easy cash, the the over in the Giants St. Louis game, because uh, the score was 5-2 in the third inning, and we'd taken the over eight and a half. And down to the very last strike, St. Louis um, Gallegos was pitching one strike left to win the game on Yastrzemski, and he hit a two-run bomb to tie it up at 5-5, and so, uh, San Francisco went on to win in extras, so we landed the over eight and a half. So, yeah, two out of two which is a nice early start. Um, I think a lot of the uh, listeners were involved in that as well uh, in the Discord channel. So hopefully we can back that up with the games uh, that carry on later on this evening. We've got 10 games, nine of them are on the board. Uh, We've got one that isn't. So we've got plenty of stuff to handicap. Um, We'll do that once I let you know about Edge Boost. Um, Fantastic service. You do really need to get involved. Um, the world's first bet now, pay later, Visa card. Edge currently offers you up to $2,500 in betting advances, uh, which can make a really valuable tool. Uh, you can, if you don't need to tie your bankroll up for months on something like a future or a hedge out, um, you could double up on something if, you, if you're really keen on it. Um, Edge Boost can be part of a responsible gaming plan. You can set daily, weekly, monthly limits across all of your betting accounts in one place. So support SGPN and grow your bankroll by going to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash edge to sign up. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash edge. Must be 21 years or older to use. Problem gambler, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Okay, we will start with a little bit of day's fall tomorrow, one afternoon game, then... Uh, a couple of twilight games in my part of the world, which is okay. Um, we'll go to a 105 Eastern first pitch between the Toronto Blue Jays and the Baltimore Orioles. Left-handed pitcher Yusei Kikuchi uh, goes for the Blue Jays and Tyler Wells goes for the Orioles, who are a minus 130 home favourite, uh, plus 110 
for the Blue Jays. Total here is set at nine. Uh, Dylan, are you leading us off? Yes, sir. And I'm going to be on the Orioles here. I got him at a minus 110. I made him a minus 120 favorite. Even uh, I see minus 122 at FanDuel. I still like that. I mean, I like Tyler Wells. He's been pretty good this season for the Orioles, especially at home. Three and two. He's only allowed 12 runs in 43 innings. My worry is he does give up the deep ball a lot. Uh, He tends to do that a little much for my liking, but... This might just be a good spot for him. Kikuchi was much better in the beginning of the season, and he's not kind of someone I want to be backing on the road. Even at home where he's statistically better, the Orioles roughed him up, and they couldn't even get four through four innings. So he's going to be on the fade list for me for the time being, but uh, everyone is waiting for this Orioles team to regress, but I don't know if that's coming anytime soon. You know, They have great pitching, they have a good bullpen, and they could also hit. So, Malcolm, you always give your stat of the day. I have one for you guys. Oh, hit stat- me. Sad of the day. Do you know what the Orioles record when Henderson and Aldi Rasmussen are in the starting lineup together? Do you know what the Orioles record is? Um, I guess it'd be over 65%. So I'm guessing like 60. Yeah, I was going to say between, 38 between, and whatever the other number is. Yeah, between 67 and 70%, I got to say. 34 and 15. I don't know what that comes no, out for uh, percentage. Let's but, see. Uh, it's just yeah, over two thirds, isn't it? Right, something like that. Seventy percent. Yeah, sixty-nine. Sixty-nine. Okay, perfect. Oh, nice. (laughs) Perfect number. Beautiful. And and eight of nine in all their other (laughs) games when they're not starting. So they've owned the Blue Jays this year, uh, and I'm going to continue to back them. Give me the Orioles on the uh, money line. Okey doke. Like your stats, I've got trying to think. I have got one stat. Let me just check where it is. Hmm. Uh, I'll tell you what, Lonte, you talk us through this one. Um, and I'll see if I can locate my stats. Um, Blue Jays at Baltimore for you, Lunty. Yeah, sure, man. I, um, I'm agreeing with D-Rock uh, right off the bat. Uh, I, I like the um, the O's here. They are uh, 16 and sixteen and 8 versus left-handed pitchers. And uh, D-Rock mentioned it. Um, Baltimore has is, is just been like a wagon on the road and at home. Um, I love when Gunner and um, Adley are in that. It's, it's like they give them that youth. The crowd is going crazy. They got the little, um, they got the little water thing on the sideline whenever they get big hits. I don't know if you guys seen that, but yeah, the sprinkler. I yeah, like yeah, it. That, yeah. That's pretty cool. Um, <laughs> and uh, I mean, Kikuchi's been up and down uh, last four road starts. He ha- he's gave up five, then zero five and then two. So kind of a mixed results, kind of, I mean, similar to what Toronto plays. I mean, they're inconsistent as a team as a whole. He's given up a home run in, in six straight games. So maybe you want to look at some home run props for Adley, uh, maybe Gunner as well. Uh, he's allowed two plus in four of his last eight games. So giving up the giving up the deep ball, um, you mentioned what uh, D-Rock mentioned, Wills. Uh, I think he's been pretty good, allowed two runs or less in five of his last six home starts. So he's getting it done on the mound. Uh, yeah, I'm going to lean with Baltimore. Well, actually, I'll be on Baltimore, and I'll lean to the over also. I think both teams have elite offenses. And Toronto, while they're inconsistent, I do kind of expect them to get a few runs. But um, Baltimore, I think, will get to Kikuchi early on and often. Yeah, um, I'm going to take Baltimore just because I keep fading them and I keep getting them wrong. And at some point, you've got to show a little bit of development and to maybe admit that I have been wrong about them. Like Dylan said at the very top of his handicap, Everyone's waiting for them to regress, and um, I can't wait forever. Yusei Kikuchi has got an incredibly boring profile uh, when you look at his game. Look. Um, Tyler Wells isn't very exciting. He keeps plodding along. Um, fine. One of the 
Uh, Brandon Belt went to the IL for the Blue Jays as a point of note. Uh, the Blue Jays record against the AL East this season, 6 and 16, uh, which is not very good. So, yeah, I'm happy to take Baltimore here at a price of minus 130. Next is a 337 Eastern first pitch between the Tampa Bay Rays and the Red Hot, near White Hot Oakland Athletics, where Tars Bradley goes for Tampa and Paul Blackburn. He's on the bump for Oakland. Minus 210 on the Rays, plus 175 on the A's. Um, and the total is set at eight and a half. Uh, Taj Bradley, four and three with a 419 ERA. He's suffering a little bit lately. Uh, quite short starts. His walks are costing him runs. Uh, it's a pretty fairly obvious thing to say, but that's what he needs to cut out, unfortunately. Um his road starts have been a little bit better, but I think his road numbers are better. But I think that's just coincidence. Kind of they, they, they clashed with when he was going well when he first came up. And it's just sort of starting to kind of level out a little bit. Uh, Paul Blackburn had a good start coming and we got it right um, last week. Six innings pitched uh, scoreless. He didn't get the win, but that was the game Oakland won 2-1. to one. Oakland are now um, on their longest... Um, sorry, they've won seven. And he has my stat of the day, Dylan. I'm going early. Uh, this is the longest winning streak from a team uh, below 200 when they started that streak since 1895. Holy wow. shit. That's a long time. How many years is that? 105 and 23. 128 years. Uh, so, yeah, pretty impressive stuff. Um, I'm just going to take Oakland again. I don't see why you wouldn't. Um, I really enjoyed uh, the alternative boycott day. The reverse boycott last night looked like loads of fun. I saw loads of um, loads of videos this morning. And then, as, as much as it looked initially like a little bit of fluff and a bit silly, you then saw some videos of some fans making some really good points and some really heartfelt points. And you do, it's easy for me, a million miles away, to sort of laugh at Oakland a little bit. But if that was my club, my football club or whatever, I mean, you'd be absolutely heartbroken. So to see some of the statements they were making, I mean, I don't know if there is a way... Um, that this decision is going to be reversed or Matey, whatever his name, is going to sell the club. Um, but yeah, I enjoyed that. It was, uh, it, was a, it was a good night for Oakland. Yeah, I think they'll just keep rolling. I can't take Taj Bradley at minus 210, I think, is the, the be-all and end-all of that one. Um, yeah, so I'll take Oakland to plus 175, Lunty. Yeah, I'm going to be with you on Oakland, man. Uh, they've been killing me the past three or four games I had him like linked in with some parlays and, and got smoked by them. So um, I'm always weary to, well, I'm always reluctant to back Blackburn. I, I like his stuff. Um, I would be surprised if he's there um, at past the trade deadline, because he, he'll be a good piece for, you know, a contender or a fringe contender in, in my mind. And you spoke on Bradley uh, a bit up and down. Um, he, he's pitched better at home. He's zero earned runs in, in two of his last four game four row starts. But I mean, it is going against Tampa. Um, I look at a. I'm looking at an under, like the under seven. Uh, I'm what under um, under in seven of the last ten games. Uh, at home, Oakland is 52 percent to the under. Tampa Bay is 52 percent to the under on the road. So I think that uh, coincides very well. Um, Blackburn two earned runs or less in three of his last five starts. Um, one earned run to Atlanta and two earned run to Texas. So that goes to show you that he can pitch against elite offenses. Um, Tampa Bay is one of those elite offenses, and I think he'll be able to uh, withstand some of the um, 
some of the things that they do. So I like Oakland, man. I see they're at plus money on the on the run line. I'll take the plus one and a half on the run line. Um, definitely like Blackburn um, in the first five. I think he's a really good first five pitcher. Uh, so give me the run line for Oakland. Uh, they're seven and three on the run line in their last ten. So uh, give me Oakland on the run line and uh, sprinkle a little bit on the under also. Yeah, I was I was tempted by the first five as well, Lonte, but I decided we were just to go full game. Uh, Dylan, how did you um, handicap this? Yeah, I mean, I definitely don't want to get in this in front of this ace train right now, uh, <laughs> but I can't back the raise either. I like the over, actually. I made my total 8.7, so I do see some nines. Nines kind of getting up there for me, but as much as I do like Bradley, I've been on the pod talking about him. He can give up a few runs here and there. The hard contact is up as well. The walks the past two starts have been worrisome as well. And the way the uh, A's have been swinging the bat, I do think they'll be able to score a few off of him. And Blackburn, he has been good uh, his last three starts since returning. But I just, you got to think the Rays are going to find some rhythm and, you know, get back and figure it out somehow against Blackburn. So I, I think both teams will be able to score. I don't think the uh, the Rays are going to let just get swept and go down without a fight. So I think the bats will come out and we got winds blowing out. So I'm going to be on the over actually in this one. Um, TBDBJ flexing his three consecutive Oakland wins um, and, and seeing those put the Bradley road stats up to in one, one seventy one ERA. But I do just think that is when it coincidence when he was pitching well uh, was at that yeah. time. I'm not sure that it was necessarily anything to do with um, home or road. But yeah, time will tell. Uh, we've got a window into that tomorrow. 3.40 Eastern first pitch is the Philadelphia Phillies at the Arizona Diamondbacks. Aaron Nola takes the start for Philadelphia and Ryan Nelson goes for the D-backs. Minus 140 on the Phillies, plus 115 on the D-backs. Total is set at nine. Lonte, take it away. Yeah, so I was kind of, um, I was kind of indifferent about this. I could probably make a case for both sides, so I'm just going to lean to the home dog in Arizona, where they've been playing extremely well. I know Phillies um, have been also rolling as of late, but I mean, plus money on a team that has an unreal home record, I think I- I'll lean that way. But like I said, nothing strong. Um, Nola has, you know, he's given up 15 earned runs in his last four starts, four plus. Um, earned runs in five of his last eight, including four straight, four earned run outings. So, I mean, you never know what you're going to get from him. Nelson also has given up four plus runs in four of his last six home starts. So maybe I maybe I can talk myself into an over. Um, but like I said, man, I don't have much here. I could probably make cases for both sides. Um, now that I just handicapped it on the fly, I just I think I'll lean to the over. But give me Arizona at home, man. I just I just can't trust Nola. Um, specifically on the road, and I see the thing is I kind of don't trust Nelson either, so it's kind of a it's kind of a devil's advocate thing here. Um, but if I had to play it, I play Arizona at the plus price, and I'd lean to the over. Both pitchers, you know, being erratic and giving up a decent amount of runs. Dylan, yeah, I agree hundred percent. It's another over for me. Uh, minus one twenty on the nine. I got. I made my total nine point five. I do think we see some runs in this game. If the first two games of this series is any indication of how this is going to end, we're probably going to see another shootout. Besides that one game last week against the Dodgers, where they kind of laid a goose egg. The Phillies bats, they've seen the kind of woken up. Castellanos, he's he's on fire right now. Take a total prop for him. Uh, the the D backs bats are also on fire. The top six offenses uh, against Nola, who 
I don't think he's really that good at all, either on the road or at home. And I agree with Lante. Nelson, he's not good either. He He's given up three or more runs at home in six of his seven starts. I just think we see another game where we get a lot of runs. So I'm on the over as well. Yeah, I agree. It's, it's a team right but between the two of you there. You've hit every nail on the head that you need to toot the handicap this game. Um, Aaron Nola is giving up runs, full stop. Uh, Ryan Nelson is giving up runs at home. Both offences are good. And the two games in the series so far have finished 15-3 and 9-8. Uh, so absolutely every arrow uh, points you to the over nine. So yeah, look no further. I'm happy to take that. 7-10 Eastern first pitch is the Detroit Tigers at the Minnesota Twins left-handed pitcher. Matt Boyd goes for Detroit and friend of the show. Uh, Sonny Gray goes for the Minnesota Twins. Minus 205 on the Twins, plus 175 for Detroit. Uh, and a total of eight for Dylan to talk us through. Yeah, got to be on the Twins here, especially with Gray on the mound here at home. Uh, I feel like Sonny Gray has been kind of unbeatable at home this season. He's only allowed eight runs in 42 innings at home this season. He's only allowed more than two runs one time at home this season. It was to the Guardians. Besides that, he's been lights out. I just feel like the Twins just need to give him some runs, run support. If they could get him three, four, maybe five runs, maybe that's asking a lot. But I think the Twins should win this game. I'm also not a belie- big believer in Matthew Boyd. He's too inconsistent for me. Uh, I, you know, I do think he'll have a good outing, give up some five, six runs. So I don't want to back the Tigers on the road. Twins, much better team with the better pitcher. Just not going to overthink this. I'll be on the Twins run line. As, as long as you're able to get plus money, I grabbed plus 125 earlier in the day. I see it at even money, plus 105. Yeah, I, that's the only way I get value here. I feel like with the Twins, they, they never stray very far from the mean. Uh, they're not brilliant. Yeah. But then again, they never really lapse into vast periods of being dog shit. And they never go the other way either. I watched that game tonight and um, that's exactly what you got. They found themselves 2 nothing down and then clawed the way back up and got 4-2 in front. And then I think that was it. That was the end of the game. Reliable pitcher, uh, Bailey Ober tonight, got it done. This I don't see this being any different. Um so you've got the option of taking Sonny Gray at minus two or five or just taking the under because I don't think, I don't mind Matt Boyd. He's another one that I think myself and Scott spoke about this on Friday night. Um, I, I've got a bit of a soft spot for, he's got a 293 road ERA as well. So it's not like he's um, he's terrible. So I'd, I'd much rather take the, the price for the under on the grounds that Minnesota will probably win this like they did today, 4-2 or something. Seem pretty straightforward, uh, Lonte. Yeah, man, I agree with both of you guys uh, wholeheartedly. I had uh, it seems like D Rock took my notes. I had literally Sunny Gray lights out at home uh, at, at the top of my notes. I mean, he's two earned runs or less, six of his last seven home starts, um, one or less in five of those. Um, Boy, I mean, he's not bad on the road. Uh, he he's been good in his last two road starts, um, one earned run. So uh, the under, I think, is is a great play. Twins bats has woken up. I've seen somebody say it in the uh, in the chat, but I mean, just overall, I think they're just a defensive team. Um, yeah. You know, they're really smart, really sound. They play well at home. Eighteen and fourteen at home. Uh, Detroit twelve and twenty one uh, on the road. Yeah, I, I gotta be with I gotta be with Minnesota and the under uh, the run line. Also, I think Minnesota and the under is correlated. Sunny Gray is probably gonna go deep into the into the game. Uh, get you get you a list of that bullpen. 
But either way, man, I think it'll be a a three zero four zero. Maybe Detroit will get one late. So I love the under. Uh, love Minnesota in this spot. Uh, next up, we are uh, well into the evening slate of action here. Seven twenty Eastern first pitch between the Colorado Rockies and the Atlanta Braves. Kyle Freeland, left-handed pitcher for the Rockies, and AJ Smith Shover uh, for the second time uh, in two nights. We will handicap him for the Atlanta Braves. Um, plus two hundred. I don't know if these lines are accurate. I've taken these lines off DraftKings. This feels like. It doesn't feel like a Smith Shova line. I might be right. I don't know if one of you boys can correct me if I'm Yeah, what is I've it? I'm looking. Plus 200 on the Rockies, uh, minus 240 on the Braves. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, I see, two, well, yeah. I see 250 and 192 also. So, I mean, you know. Okay. Totals at eight and a half. Yep, totals eight and a half. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, Kyle Freeland, four and seven on the year um, with a 391 um, ERA. He's going along okay. He's still hard to trust on the road. His road ERA is 481. Um, Colorado have won three on the spin. Um, they've won three road games. They've put it up to Boston uh, the last couple of nights with our money behind them. Um, both yes, times, sir. actually, at roundabout plus 200, which is good. But they're still 13 and 21 on the road. So I actually had had uh, Jared Schuster handicapped for this one. I can drop back briefly to Smith Shower from last night's show. Um, and that he pitched a few innings and they were scoreless. Um, and that was about as far as I got with Smith Shover last night. I think the, of the two options, again, a little bit, who did we say this about a little while ago? Um, rookie Taj Bradley, you can't be taking him at minus 210. Um, it, this is even more prohibitive. You can't take Smith Shover at minus 240, which leaves you a couple of options. You either take Colorado, which has been... Uh, they've earned the right for us to take them by picking up those few runs, um, picking up those few wins. Or you look at the total, and I think the first five over, um, which will be, what, four and a half maybe, uh, I'm looking at. Looks very liable. Atlanta, either team could could do this on their own or contribute because both pitchers have got a possible blow up in them. Um, and I watched Atlanta again tonight. That was, uh, what, six to four something midway through the game. They got behind early on, but but grabbed the way back into it. So uh, first five over for me. I just didn't like Smith Shover at this price, even a little bit, Dylan. Yeah, I mean, I can't blame you. At two to one, I think it's worth a sprinkle taking the Rockies again when they have been profitable at uh, two to one uh, underdogs. But I only made the Braves a minus one seventy favor, and I even think that was kind of generous to be honest. Um, but yeah, we handicapped AJ last night on the pod. I do think he's all right. I mean, he hasn't allowed a single run, small sample size, like you said, in the two starts. But Kyle Freeland is just not someone I want to back on the road at at home. In certain spots, I'll take a flyer on him. But on the road, I just don't want any parts of him. That's why I couldn't get down on the Rockies. But besides his first start of the season, the Rockies have lost every road start he's made uh, on this season. So that's the reason I'm not on them. Maybe you want to look towards the Braves team total over four, four and a half, if we could get that. Because I do think... The way the Braves are swinging the bat, they scored, what, 10 runs today. They're going to score a few in the double header. I think they'll be able to get to Freeland at home. So that's kind of how I would play this game. Braves team total over. Braves team total for Dylan Lonte. Yeah, that's probably one of my favorite bits um, on the card is the, is the Braves team total. Um, they're swinging the bat really, really well. Uh, they're up 2-0 right now. Uh, I, I, I didn't see the final score. Uh, did they put up 10? 
Yeah, or was that 10? 10. Yeah. Yeah. And and they're really good against left-handed pitchers, uh, 11 and 5. I don't have the batting average. I don't know if you guys have the batting average against left-handed pitchers, but I know their record is very, very good, uh, 11 and 5, like I said. Um, And they're averaging almost seven runs per game in the last seven home games. So I I think the bats will will get uh, get quaking here. Um, I like the Atlanta run line. They've covered seven of their last 11 run lines. That's including um, today uh, against Detroit. So, yeah, I'm going to keep riding the Braves. Uh, I probably don't want to play the run line. Um, I'd much rather put a full unit on the team total over. It's, uh, yeah, it's They're hitting 297 off of lefties on the year. Mm-hmm. So they're raking. Also, yeah. uh, sorry to cut you off, Malcolm, but uh, Kuna, okay. any total brace props, doubles, stolen base, uh, I think he's he's been on fire too. Yep. Yeah, yeah um, an effortless-looking home run earlier on in that game that I, uh, I saw that. Um, okay, we'll move on. Um, once I tell you about Bird Dogs, new sponsor here on the MLB Gambling Podcast, uh, Bird Dog Shorts. Um getting a lot of traction um, on, on SGPN Twitter. Uh, everybody looking good in either their stretch khaki shorts, their slim fit nights through the thigh, like sculpted buns and thighs here on SGPN. Um, they've also got a little bit of anti-stink sweat wicked fabric. Who doesn't need a little bit of that summer? I'll tell you what, it's been hot here the last few days. Uh, as a nation, and certainly as a Northern English man, I am not designed uh, to be as hot as I've been. There was a lot of Vaseline chat on the show last night uh, when we talked about bird dog shorts, but you won't need the Vaseline uh, if you get your bird dog shorts. Um, get them from birddogs.com. Uh, use the code POOL, P-O-O-L, and you'll get a free Yeti-style tumbler with your order. That's birddogs.com slash pool for a free Yeti-style tumbler, and you will want to take your bird dogs off, we promise you. Okay, next up is... 8.05 Eastern. This is the game that's off the board. Pittsburgh Pirates and the Chicago Cubs. Pittsburgh officially TBD. Um, I think it's Johan Oviedo uh, going for Pittsburgh. They've been cobbling together their rotation over the last few days. Um, and the, uh, it's Marcus Stroman going for the Cubs. Now, did we not handicap him last night as well? No, that was Drew Smiley. Um, so I've got no lines um, and not an awful lot else I can tell you about this one. Um, Lonte, did you have much on this? Um, yeah, I think it's going to be uh, either Pirates or Pass for me. I mean, I, I usually like betting on um, I like betting on Strowman when he's on the mound, but I, I just don't know ab- about the price and everything, so I can't really fully yeah. endorse it. But I, I would assume that he'd be uh, you know a decent a decent favorite uh, at home. Um, the Cubs three and eight in the division. Pittsburgh's ten and four. Um, I, I just like the I just like the makeup of Houston. I mean, not of Houston of Pittsburgh right now. Um, but like I said, it, it's hard to do it without a price. Um, but I, I do think the Cubs are only bettable when Strowman's on the mound. I don't think they're bettable uh, with anybody else throwing. Um, and uh, Avieto, he's been really good as of late. He's had two earned runs or less in, in five of his last six starts. Uh, after a rough stretch to end April, going into his first start in May, you know he settled in. Uh, one earned run or less in his four of his last five road games. So he's throwing the ball really well on the road. Um, possibly look at it under, uh, depending on what the number is. But if I had to, I, I'd lean under and to the Pittsburgh side, thinking they're getting a, a little bit of plus money. Um, the the other thing I thought about this game was that I would like to know the result of the Wednesday night game, the game that's happening sort of as we speak um, between 
uh, Pittsburgh and Chicago, the Rich Hill and Drew Smiley game. Because we, we said last night that we would take Pittsburgh as a more trustworthy alternative to the Cubs at the moment. Um, but I'd kind of want to see that backed up. If I, single, if I saw that backed up tonight, I'd happily jump on Pittsburgh tomorrow. Um, other than that, um, it was hard to take to take aside. Oviedo has proved relatively trustworthy, I think, for me. And um, Marcus Stroman's been absolutely great. So an under, depending on the number, I would lean. But yeah, I, I wouldn't mind seeing um, how the Pirates looked this evening. Um, Dylan? Yeah, I mean, uh, I probably would back, like Lante said, I think he said it perfectly. The only way I'm back in the Cubs is with Stroman on the mound. Uh, I thought I saw Rich Hill, to be honest, because he's not pitching tonight. So I think they pushed Oh, is he back. being moved then? Yeah. So oh, yeah. I, yeah, I saw Oviedo, so I don't know. Yeah, uh, it, uh, it does. Okay. I don't know. They they change it on the fly, but I I feel like I don't know. I feel like the Cubs will open up the favorite, a decent size. So if anything, I do like the under. I do think we'll see a lower type game. We also I'm checking the weather right now. We also have 11 mile an hour winds blowing in in Wrigley tomorrow. So. Yeah, I'd probably lean under, depending on the number. If we could get like a minus 120, minus 130, which I doubt, but I'd probably be on the Cubs somehow. Yeah, I do see Rich Hill also now. I see they switched it. Yeah, so I, yeah, I don't yeah. know. Yeah, I'll, yeah, be looks like yeah I'll be on the Cubs. They've pushed um, – I'd, I'd happily take kind of Rich Hill in this situation. Um, they've pushed back Rich Hill till tomorrow, and Osvaldo Bido, Bido, B-I-D-O, mm. uh, is pitching for the Pirates tonight. Uh, the Braves lead two to nothing in the bottom of the second uh, of that double header. Uh, they're playing against the Tigers today, um, and checking that has led me to the wrong page to tell you what our next game is on the card. Um, Eight o five Eastern is the LA Angels at the Texas Rangers. Shohei Hotani for the Angels and Nathan Yavaldi uh, will go to the bump for Texas minus one twenty five at home with Yavaldi. Uh, Otani and the Angels plus 105 with a total of eight. Dylan, um, matchup of the night. This good game. Yeah, best game on the board, in my opinion. Uh, I kind of like two plays in this one, too. Uh, I lean with that Rangers on the money line. I got him at a minus 110, but I kind of like the under eight and a half a little better. I made the Rangers a minus 130 favorite, and I made my total 7.8. So I think we can see a pitch and dueling in this one with Otani and Ivaldi. Uh, I'm not completely sold on Otani pitching on the road. Just look at his last three starts on the road. He's given up a lot of hard contact, much more runs than he is at home. Home. And mind you, these are against good hitting teams, Astros, Orioles, Cardinals. So the Rangers, I would argue, have a much better lineup than all three of those clubs. Yes, they're slacking right now, but I do think they'll pick it up. Uh, I know, like I said, with their ace going, with Nathan Ivaldi going against Otani, who I'm not completely sold on. I think I got to side with the Rangers here to get back in the win column, but I do think we'll see a lower scoring game compared to the first two we've seen in this series. So lean with the Rangers. And I also like the under eight and a half. Um, yeah, I think you have to take Texas. Um, Yvaldi's been absolutely outstanding. And I think the prices are only like this because of the name recognition on Otani. If yeah. you put up, uh, if you redacted the name and gave you the numbers, Otani's been all right. He's been absolutely fine. I think uh, when we, we did the MVP handicapping on Friday night, he was maybe 35th in war uh, among starting pitchers. So he's kind of, he's in the glob. He's not sort of um, shining like he normally does. 
he's throwing his sweeper too much to left-handed pitching and the left-handed batters, uh, sorry, the left-handed batters, and the left-handed batters are getting hold of him. So, off the top of my head, I don't know what their left-handed batters, someone can stick that in the chat. Texas left-handed bats tomorrow um, are going to be props, uh, home run props, base, uh, any kind of total base props. Um, So, get amongst that tomorrow. But, slightly better team, slightly better pitcher, minus 125. Sign me up. Uh, I'll take Texas, Slonte. Yeah, man, I couldn't agree more with you guys. I like Texas. Uh, I, I don't like rooting against Otani. I'm not going to lie. One of my favorite players to watch. Uh, yeah. But, again, I mean, D-Rock hit it on the head. He was getting hit around pretty pretty heavy, especially in Houston. And I think – I mean – I think the bats of Texas are slightly better than, than Houston. I mean, even with um, Jordan in the lineup, I still think Texas has more versatility, especially with, uh, with you know, with Simeon being in a groove. I know his uh, hit streak or on base streak. I can't remember which one it was, um, but I know that ended. But still, he's been hitting the ball really well. Uh, so, yeah, I like Texas's lineup, and I think Otani, he, he may come out struggling. The Halos have been playing well as of late. Um, I think they've won three straight going into tonight's game. Uh, but, yeah, I, I got to take Texas, man, at home with, with that offense. They've been, I think, three runs in the last game. I'm not sure what they're going to do tonight, but I think they'll win tonight also and start up a streak. They don't lose many at home. I think that lineup comes to life and gives you four or five runs. Uh, Halos, I don't trust their bats as much, so I'm with D-Rock on the over. I can see like a five to one, four to two type of game here. So give me the Rangers. Yeah, we said at the start of this series that it was a big series for the division that um, Texas kind of had a five-game lead, and it approaching the halfway stage of the season, it was it was five or six games that Texas could have stretched that out to nine games, or the LA Angels could end up right on their coattails. Um, and the Angels are doing their best to make sure uh, that Texas can hear the footsteps behind them. Uh, it's been a fun series. Eight ten Eastern first pitch is the Washington Nationals at the Houston Astros. <laughs> Left-handed pitcher Mackenzie Gore. Uh, gets a start for Washington and Christian Javier uh, will go for the Houston Astros who are a minus 230 home favourite. Uh, Washington are plus 195 with a total of eight and a half. Uh, Mackenzie Gore is three and five on the year, has a 4.04 ERA. He kind of had us interested in April. I think everyone likes him. Uh, I know we've spoken to Lonte before the show. He's quite, he's quite into Mackenzie Gore. Um, he had a level three ERA in April, um, but it's kind of trending in the wrong direction since. Uh, four of his last five starts, he's given up three, three, four, and five earned runs. The one good start was against Kansas City, who I think are good holds to uh, are hold them scoreless for five or six innings. Christian Javier, seven and one, outstanding, 313 uh, ERA. His last five starts, he's gone four and oh with a 257. Um, actually, his last start uh, wasn't great. Five innings pitched, four earned at Cleveland, but I think that's very much the outlier. Um, Martin Maldonado hit his 100th home run last night. And I, I saw, has anyone else seen this news? I don't know if this was rumour or otherwise, that Alvarez is going to be out for four weeks. Um, You're done? Oh, I, I, thought yeah. was on, I thought it was on a 10-day. I, uh, I didn't see that, but, but uh, I haven't been dialed in. Um, as of late, but I did see the last thing I did see was 10 days, so I'm not sure if he had a setback or not. Yeah, well, that was it. I saw it this afternoon um, okay. and raised my eyebrows and then moved on doing something else. So, again, if anyone in the chat is, uh, can confirm or deny that, um, that would be good. Houston have got enough to win this by a few. Um, 
obviously, we've been kind of seduced by Washington. I think they're only three, three and ten in the last thirteen, so they have gone off the boil just a little bit. Um, they might come back again, but yeah, goals going the wrong way. Um, Javier as an opponent isn't ideal for this Washington lineup tomorrow. So yeah, a little bit boring, but I'll take Houston on the run line, Dylan. Yeah, I grabbed the nine earlier in the day and I took that under. Still at eight and a half. I like the under. I set my total at seven and a half. I, I think solid two pitchers in Javier and Gore. Uh, I can't back the Nationals in this spot just because the Nationals don't seem to play well when Gore is on the mound. They've lost eight straight starts he's made, but I, I don't think he's been that bad under the hood. You know, walks are low. He's not giving up the deep ball. It's just, you know, he's been kind of unlucky in my opinion. And, uh, Christian Javier, he's been dominant at home, like they're pointing out in the chat. He's only allowed more than one run at home this season twice. So I think he'll be able to limit the Nationals bat, who have kind of died down this past week. So I think we see a lower scoring game. I'm going to be on the under eight and a half here. Okay, Lonte, you said you liked go, so can you get the win tomorrow? Yeah, man, I, I like him, but I, I like my money a lot more. So I'm, I'm going to go with Houston. Uh, I, yeah, Gore, he, he hasn't been um, – he hasn't pitched well against, like, quality opponents. I know he got rocked by Atlanta in his last start, but, I mean, it's not many people – not many pitchers will go out and not get rocked by Atlanta. So I don't hold that uh, against him as much. Um, but he's had two earned runs or less in five of his last six games um, on the road. So, I mean – it's just that this this Houston is is a different beast, especially at home. And um, they're twelve and six against left-handed pitchers. Jordan being out of the lineup just has those other guys sets up. I really love Javier. I think he's having a similar year to what Valdez had last year. Um, probably a sneaky uh, Javier's a sneaky uh, Cy Young candidate. I don't know his numbers off the top of my mm-hmm. head as far as um, what the price is, but I, I, it's worth taking a flyer. I mean, only one uh, he's only had one loss, uh, one earned run in four of his last five starts. D Rock mentioned only. Um, allowed more than one earned run twice in all of his home starts. So, man, that's that's pretty impressive stuff. And uh, I, I believe that if you could find a good number on him to get that side young, man, that's, it's worth a shot. But, yeah, I'll take I'll take Houston on the run line here, man. I think they come out, they probably get the Gore. I mean, they hit the ball really hard, and Gore allows a ton of hard-hit balls. I think somebody pointed out in the chat. Uh, that was one of his struggles in, in high school. He, he could, you know, fan 12 or 13 batters, but – when he when somebody hits his ball, they they really hit it and it, and it goes far. Um, so yeah, like the hard contact um, bats from Houston, I think they get it done here. Uh, sorry to Mackenzie Gorman if he's watching. I'm sorry. Seventy five to one. That's worth a flyer, man. That's worth it because I mean you got to think like he's yeah yeah man. One loss and those no, what's this ERA? I didn't see his ERA. Um, uh, Three thirteen currently, but. I think you see it's coming down. It's trending down two fifty seven over his last five. Yeah, man. If he can, if he can stay within that that two that two uh, two point five uh, to two six. I mean, I think that's worth a shot. I mean, it's just a, it's a small bit. I think it's just on that market, really. There's no, there's no one really standing out. McClanahan's been great, mm. um, but just regressed a little bit. I mean, Garrett Cole, okay. No, um, Kevin yeah, Gorsman's cool. had his problems. Um, what about I Evaldi, mean, fifteen to one? Yeah, well, there you go. If you the the yeah, MVP I mean, show that we did on uh, Friday, and myself and Moonaf joined um, Sean and Ryan and talked some baseball last week. And my pick was Nathan Evaldi um, at twenty to one at the time. So he's now into twelve to one on my book. Um, yeah, and I think uh, I couldn't see a reason um, how he'd been pitching and the direction he was trending. And like I say, the the 
the lack of opposition, really. There's no standout candidates. Right. Uh, so, yeah, we were quite sweet on. Yeah, that's why I think. Yeah, go on, Lance, Sorry, nobody's. Uh, yeah, I didn't mean to cut you off. I'm sorry. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. I just think nobody is running away with it. So I mean, at seventy to one, I mean, a guy's seven, seven and one, lights out at home, uh, on a really good team, uh, probably going to get back uh, at the top of that division, uh, depending on how you feel about, you know, the the Jordan stuff and, and and some of the things that they. I don't even think they have to make a move at the at the deadline to to make them a better team. I mean. They're going to be right in it from start to finish, and if he keeps getting quality starts, man, seventy to one, I think is a, is a really, really good number to bet right now. Uh, we'll clip that, Lonte, uh, the end of October, uh, and play it out on Twitter amid much fanfare. <laughs> you told us, told us the winner. Uh, the penultimate game on the show uh, is the Cleveland Guardians at the San Diego Padres. Logan Allen. Uh, or LT Allen, as he is listed. Uh, left-handed pitcher will go for Cleveland. And New Darvish draws the start for San Diego. Lines are plus 145 on the Guardians, minus 170 on the Padres, and a total of eight. Um, Lonte, you need to find me a pick here because I looked at this and wasn't good enough to make one, so you need to convince me on something. Man, I'll, I'll try to. So I, I like San Diego, man. I haven't been uh, the biggest San Diego um, better or uh, praiser since I've been up here. But uh, Darvish is way better at home than he, he's fade on the road, uh, bet on at home. Uh, he's 14 earned runs in his last three road starts, but five earned runs in his last three home starts. That just shows you the difference of the dynamics of what he does on the road and at home. Uh, Logan Allen, solid in his starts, uh, but he's faced some non-offensive teams like Minnesota twice, uh, the White Sox twice. So, I mean, I was impressed by his seven-inning shutout uh, that he did against the O's. But outside of that, man, not really pitched well, – he hasn't really pitched well against good offenses. And I think San Diego, although they are inconsistent, they are one of the better offenses um, in the in the major league. So, uh, I'm going to go with San Diego here, man. Uh, Allen was rocked by Houston in his last outing. I think the San Diego bats – uh, can give have much success and Darvish at home, like I said, night and day. Um, I don't. I'm not a long term believer in San Diego, but I think in this game that the bats can can get rocking here. So I'm going with San Diego here. Uh, Dylan, can you convince me of something? Uh, yeah, I'm going to go right back to a total. I'm going to lean under in this game. I made my total seven point six. I know you Darvish hasn't looked good as of late, but. Like Elante said, he's a much different pitcher at home than on the road. His last three starts at home, he hasn't. He's only allowed five runs in eighteen and two thirds innings. So, I think he will have success against the Guardians, who rank twenty seventh in total runs and twenty seventh on base and slugging percentage. So, Logan Allen, he's also been good on the road. All four of his starts on the road have gone under this number as well. He hasn't allowed more than two runs in any start on the road this season. So, I think we got two solid pitchers with good home road splits as well as the wind blowing in oh, can't hurt as well. So give me the under here. Yeah, fair enough. I like that. The two things I'd written down um, were the Padres, but the, I didn't like the price at minus 170. And I had an under eight with a question mark next to it. Uh, and those are the two things that you've thrown out. Logan Allen struggled last time against Houston, but it kind of it was all first inning struggled. Um, he gave up the runs and then he settled down and the rest of it was fine, kind of back on track how he'd been pitching beforehand. So I've got no real issue with him. The, my worry for Allen is that I think the Padres might be heating up. The Padres might just be ready to go on a bit of a tear. Um, Fernando Tatis is hitting 386 so far this month. Uh, Gary Sanchez has risen 
from the dead man. He's rolled the boulder aside and come out. Uh, looks like a new man. Six home runs um, since he um, joined the Padres recently. And Nelson Cruz was activated today as well. So another DH option there for them. Um, so that's what I'm worried about. However, I liked Alan before that. I can forgive him. What really was kind of an in and a half lapse um, against Houston last time. So yeah, I'll trust him. But what I'll do is I'll take the first five under. I, I, I'll take Darvish and Cleveland don't score any runs anyway. And if Alan can hold them for a little while, um, I will, I'll, I'll stick with the under in the first half. Finally, uh, we have a 10-10 cowboy time Eastern first pitch between the Chicago White Sox and the LA Dodgers. Dylan Cease is the pitcher for the White Sox and Michael Grove um, will pitch for the LA Dodgers. Minus 150 on the Dodgers, plus 130 on the White Sox with a total of nine. Um, Dylan, minus 150 about Michael Grove. Does that blow your skirt up? Oh, yeah, it blows everything up. This one was a tough game to make a play on just because, <laughs> I, like you said, I can't back the Dodgers at a minus 150, especially with Grove. I only made him a minus 135 favorite, but... You know, I don't want to back the White Sox either. They've lost four of their last five games, and I don't think uh, they could hang with the Dodgers offensively. But Dylan Cease has put it together in back-to-back starts. I just don't know if he's going to continue against this lineup. The Dodgers, they've been raking of late. I think the Dodgers can score four or five runs off of Cease. I'm also not the highest on Grove either. I do think both teams will be able to put up some runs, both bad bullpens, lean over. Maybe it's one of those unit-and-a-half plays, but I would I'd advise against that. I don't think you want to lay 150 with Grove, but uh, I think we see some runs in this game. So whether it's the team total for either team over, I'll take that, or the full game over. Uh, so runs for Dylan Lonte, what have you got? Yeah, I, I struggle with this also, man. I, I'm just not a believer in Grove. Um, but the Dodgers offense, they've, they've looked really, really good as of late. Uh, they do have a – I'm not sure their batting average against lefties, but they're 9-11 and 11, um, record-wise against lefties. So that that's kind of you know troubling for me if you – or troubling if you like the, the Dodgers side. Um, I mean, White Sox, man, full fade mode. I, I love Dylan Cease, but I just – he's not backable right now. I mean, I'll probably pass this game, to be honest with you. I, I struggled coming up with a pick. Um, if I had to play it, I, I'm with Dylan. I, I go over. Uh, so not much for me here, man. I, maybe you could convince me to, to bet something, but other than an over, I, I don't see much uh, much to be bet here. Uh, on the SGP at Lonte, you should never need convincing uh, to bet <laughs> anything. We'll, we'll give you one pass on, a, on an over, but that's your last one. Just fade, everybody. Um, Randy's telling us to fade. Um, sorry, uh, Trevor was telling us to fade six. He's absolutely right. Uh, he's... Stuck a load of load of stats in there. And Fade Grove, Captain Tato's given us some um reasons to fade Grove. So I absolutely agree. You can't trust Cease on the road and you can't trust Grove full stop. Uh, the Dodgers um the lineup looks good. JT Martinez has looked really, really good recently as well. This line just looks way, way too low. Um so yeah, I think you've both, without being convinced, you've both um reached the, the correct decision uh, from a handicapping point of view. And um, over nine will be the bet for me as well. And I think, uh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, that's got us to the end of these 10 games. Uh, and all that is left is to give our uh, edge boost, uh, double down, lock and dog, play of the day, whatever you want to call it. Uh, Dylan, you can lead us off. 
Yeah, I didn't get a lot of plus money today, unfortunately, but um, I kind of like the Twins on the run line if you're still able to get plus money. Do you guys see plus money for that game? Uh, let's see. Who? The, the Twins, Twins and Tigers. That? Yeah, Twins and Tigers. Uh, I'm, I'm seeing like 105. Um, Is that like too the- short of a puppy, Mal? Um, you, you don't. You don't want me I'll to allow it. it. No, no. How about this? How about this? Um, oh, I see. I see even money plus one hundred five. Um, even money. That's nah, too money. small. Too small. Let's go <laughs> on the fly. Um, let's do Orioles on Orioles money line parlayed with parlay with the Twins money line. That'll get you some. That'll get you some plus money. So, I, like I said, Sunny Gray at home. I feel like he's been unbeatable. So I'm going to back him uh, at home and also back the Orioles who have just kind of owned the Blue Jays. As for my uh, lock, I'm going to go to the over in the Phillies and D-backs. I just think we see uh, runs, runs, runs. The first two games, they flew over this total. Not a believer in uh, Nola or um, Nelson for the D-backs. So, uh, the D-backs uh, bats are on fire as well. So I, I think two top six offenses, I think we see some runs here. So my uh, lock is going to be the over nine. Uh, Lonte, what do you have? Yeah, so uh, for my lock, I'm going to go with uh, Arizona at home. Um, I, I think they're just a, a well-oiled machine at home. Uh, don't trust Nola. 15 earned runs in his last four starts. Uh, you know, four plus and, and five of his last eight including four straight with exactly four earned runs, man. So I think Arizona's bats are going to get to him. I will look at some Corbin, uh, Carroll props, uh, like total bases. I think they'll get to Nola. I think they'll get uh, a a good home crowd. So give me Arizona um, as the lock. And that's a a plus money uh, lock right there for you at home Mm. uh, where they're really, really good at home. Uh, As for the dog, I'm going to lay the run and a half with Texas. You can get like plus 160. Um, plus 165 if you shop around. I think that, you know, they're a better team. Um, debatable as far as the best, better pitcher in this specific matchup. Um, we, we went over the Otani numbers at home. I think Texas is bad, so be able to get to him uh, early and often. So give me Texas minus one and a half, plus 160 uh, for the dog. I like that. A plus money look uh, and a little bit of invention. I'm taking Texas on the run line as a dog. Uh Dylan, we took uh, we were double dog last night, and we're going double lock tonight. Um, you you've made the same pick that I have noted down here, which is the over nine uh, in the Philly Arizona game. Um, all the reasons stated earlier on, and I can't believe none of you have picked Oakland. You should all be ashamed of yourselves <laughs> uh, as your dog plus one seventy five, absolute bandwagon uh, coming through. So yeah, I'll take the Athletics. Somebody has to uh, plus one seventy five. That is for me. Uh, Lonte, yes. I just wanted to say my uh, parlay with the Orioles and Twins money line plus one sixty-seven. So yep. it's a little better. Yeah, okay. We very rarely see your parlay in the lock and dog section as well. Uh, we've thrown the rule book out the window uh, because we're going to have some here. Um, <laughs> thank you very much, Lonte. Enjoyed that a lot. What are you doing the rest of the evening? Anything you need to tell us about? Uh, I mean, not really, man. I'm working on a bunch of NBA draft stuff, um, so uh, I'm getting I'm getting logged into that. Well, I've been logged in for a while, but really getting down to it. So uh, outside of that, man, I'll be betting on some baseball. Uh, hopefully, we can get some winners today. I don't think it was that bad yesterday. Um, I have to go back and, and look, but I didn't do well for myself. But I think the two picks I gave out were 
uh, were winners, if I'm not mistaken. But uh, but yeah, man. So uh, I'm looking forward to getting some winners on this show for tomorrow. And I appreciate you guys having me, man. Um, Dylan, did the did the ice hockey finish last night as well? Yep, Vegas and five. Yep. Oh man, here's the thing, right? I've got a job on Sunday. It it's at Oxford University, uh, which I think it's, is that where your sister went, Dylan? Mm, oh, you did Oxford, you go to Oxford? Yeah, in Sussex. Yeah. Um, so my, this, I've got this job at Oxford University, and it's all day long, and it's for an American company. So I've got a room full of Americans and I'm admin in a poker tournament, running a poker tournament for them. Oh, wow, that's dope. And all the chips that they win during the day was for them to bet on what was meant to be the game sevens in the NBA and the NHL. Oh, wow. So fuck knows what they're going to do on Sunday night now because everything's <laughs> finished. Like, yeah, um, yeah. So it's going to be a proper bit of a shit party because I think they've baseball. got this whole big uh, thing organised and they're going to have nothing to bet on. So I'm sure uh, it's a group of DJs will find something. Um so I'll have to try and entertain it. But yeah, there's, there's not a... Um, it's a, the most SGPN job I have ever taken. Just a room full of Americans who were there to gamble. Uh, so I'll be there with my T-shirt and my cap on and I'll be handing cards out in there. <laughs> yeah, I've got a room full of prospective listeners. Uh, so mm-hmm. hopefully we'll see a few of them next week. Uh, Dylan, what's uh, the rest of tonight looking like? Are you going to get stuck into the Mets Yankees again? Oh, no, I vouched to never watch them again. We'll see how that works. <laughs> it's a good picture um, matchup, man. It's a good picture matchup. Yeah, we, said that, sometimes. we said that last time, and then look what right. happened. Yeah, Come on. Seven, six, um, what, was, what am I going to do? I think I might go out tonight, get a little drink tonight. Uh, but you were saying, Mal, uh, nothing to bet on. Don't forget, we got the WNBA. Come on, USFL. Oh. We got spring football. We're only about 40 weeks away. Uh, we're about two months away from football starting. Come on, bro. We got a lot where, to where go. You, uh, where, where are you uh, located at, Dylan? Uh, I'm in New Jersey. I'm about five to ten minutes from New York. So the, oh, Brooklyn, uh, the, the Liberty play right there in Brooklyn at the Barclay. Oh, that's dope. Yeah, so not too far. It's just, you know, New York, they're full of uh, – I don't want to say if anyone's from New York, but it's like, oh, yeah, well, I, I, used, I used to live, I used to live there. My mom's all rats. Like, it's just insane. <laughs> There's just too many of them. I've no idea what either of you are talking about. <laughs> uh, anyway, it's been a pleasure. Uh, thanks everyone who uh, joined in in the chat. Um, very much appreciate it as always. Loads of fun and chock full of good information, uh, which is what the discord channel is as well. Um, what day are we on now? Wednesday. Yes. Back tomorrow. Uh, definitely back tomorrow. Hopefully, have some winners tonight. Um, I'm going to watch the Mets and Yankees for an hour uh, before I go to bed. I think I've got very sweaty ears, um, so I'll go and address that situation. Um, back tomorrow. Good luck, everyone. Uh, appreciate you joining us, and we'll see you down the road. Cheers. <laughs>